I'm so concerned. Like, I, like, honestly. Yeah, Hi. First off, I'm right now. Can't get in here with them shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we alive. Hey, how you doing? All right, yeah, I'm saying. Shit, I'm saying. First of all, because guess what? I, like, I ain't letting that shit happen. I ain't going out over none of this bullshit. That being said, I do um, apologize to anybody that's lost anybody of the coronavirus, and I'm sorry for your loss. Secondly, thank you. this is The Plank Show, and I am one of your hosts, Chris Mack. The other one, Sean, Sean motherfucking, Bennett. motherfucking Bennett. And if you didn't know... This motherfucker wasn't going to die. A couple of things and tried to kill him. Heart, gun, knives, some super thug motherfuckers that we have proven don't exist. Um, God, yo, and, you fucked that motherfucker. That's super thug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait until so, Oscar get out of jail. He's super thug. All y'all going in the caskets. So. Oscar like this big. <laughs> Oscar was like, skip Excuse me? <laughs> Oscar I got out of jail like, I, I this is the motherfucker you want me to fight? I, I didn't know I was supposed to fight you guys. Like, I, am I super thug now? I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey look, I went, I went to jail for white collar crime. Do not let them fool you here. But anyway, we're going to stop. That's right. Up. <laughs> you know what's even funny is that. I'm sorry, that was a funny. Oh, well, before I get into what else is funny. Um, let me untuck my shirt because I'm like, get it together. yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get loose up in this bitch. Um, and then it's been uh, it's another one of our hosts is. I feel like I'm just an intern, but you just called me a host, and it's a whole new life for me out here. Oh, but it's Riz, what a bitch! And guess what? And um, just because and that, of that, uh, one person that doesn't like being called a bitch. How are you, sweetie? I hope you're doing well. I hope everyone is fine in your family. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. We love you. We hope everyone's doing well. But, like, just because of that, guess what? You knew she wasn't going nowhere either. You know what I mean? Um, but speaking of that super thug, I just want to pull to your attention. <laughs> and I know you already saw it, but we got into... And you know I hate getting into shit on Facebook with people. But I end up saying some shit. Because when I saw you saying some shit, I felt like I had to come and back you up, you know. And uh, and then you came and backed me up on some shit. And then the motherfucker that always, when he got drunk, said I threw him out of the bar. But it was you that threw him out of the bar. And I was the one that kept him from going to jail. Jumped in to have our backs. And then made a joke about it. He was like, I still owe you one for throwing me out of the bar. I'm like, still? But That anyway, was a wild night, though. It was because I threw night. money out. I threw money out, and then you talked to the cops to help that man out, and then some shit popped off, and then homie came in on our side. Right. When the shit popped off, I had my right hand cocked. I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to lay homie out because he big as fuck, and I know this motherfucker coming for me. Right. And this motherfucker was throwing bodies left and right, backing us up. Right. I mean, you so, ain't got, I ain't got no choice but to respect but that. But it, it was cool, though, because he came I feel like I treated that man. Too. I feel like I treated that man like a VIP. Every time I saw him after that. Uh, yeah, it Every was. time I saw him after that. And I, and I actually, I, I've told the story um, to, to other people, and I tell him, I'm like, every night he get, like, every time he come in the bar and get drunk, he'd be like, man, he said, and you threw me out. And I, and I remember, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I came and got you, and I was like, do you remember him? He was like, no. I said, this the motherfucker that threw you out. But I need you to, remember, I need you to recall how many things I did that you got blamed for. Oh, oh my Which God. the shit was always funny because you're like four shades lighter than me and I'm bigger than you. And motherfuckers would be like, that's that motherfucker right there. That's that motherfucker. And I'm like, who? I remember the one motherfucker talk shit to me about you, about some shit that I did. That was just the funniest. I couldn't even get mad because I couldn't stop laughing. My man was like, that motherfucker right there, man. That's that motherfucker. He full Nelson me, man. He full Nelson me. The motherfucker came from behind me, hit me with the full Nelson. Right. He slammed me because he came from behind me. And I was like, well, he came from behind you, bro? And he hit you with the full Nelson slam? 
Signature like, damn, son. And he was like, yeah, man, motherfucker hit me, man. I'm going to catch that motherfucker one day. I said, well, don't do that in here because, you know, I still work here, man. You know, if you know if you touch him, then I got to touch crazy. you. And he was like, no, nah, I got nothing but respect for you, bro. I feel like you came at me head on. And I'm sitting there sitting there thinking, yo, not only is that my signature move, the full Nelson right. slam, it has a name, the wreaking havoc. Like, motherfucking hit a motherfucker with it. And I yell that shit out every time. Motherfucking, it's my, if I was a professional wrestler, that would be my fucking finisher. And my man was like, I'm going to get him one day. And I was like. Just but, not here, but, man. You know, Just not here. But fear about, you know, it, fear, you know, turn about is fair play because there's been a lot of people be like, hey, Chris Mack, and you're not Chris Mack. Yeah. That happened so. when we went to Richmond for you were Richmond. some sort of a We were in Richmond, crawl, we were at the bar, bar crawl, crawl, and the plank went to cover, and we I, that popped up on my feed the other day. Oh, All so the funny. pictures and the people, motherfucking Plank Nation, and da 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 and the chick that was like, oh my God, Chris <laughs> Mack, I've always <laughs> wanted to meet you. you. Oh, out. she said, oh my God, I'm such a fan. The voice that makes me moist, and I was like... Yeah. Right, yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, boo? See, and this What's is what going? happens when we haven't been here in a while. Like, we rabbit hole big time. And that's what we oh, just we did. I was, because I was damn sure, like, yeah, girl, how you doing? Like, right. You know, but this is what we do. Right now, baby. This is what we do. We rabbit hole. And so, but this is the Plank Show, and it's been a long time since we have come to you and talked about sex and sex in the news and... Uh, Sean's Corner. Is that what it was it called? Sean's Corner? No. That like, sounds it's fucking Sean. terrifying. It's what? Sincerely Sean. Sincerely Sean. Thank you, EK. Sincerely Sean. That's that shit I don't like. That's that shit A moment of class with Chris Mack. Right. We haven't brought any of that to you, and so uh, we want to bring that back to you. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And I, I apologize. No, I don't apologize. Tonight... May not be the night that you <laughs> Because although there are Koreans being sued because they put sex dolls, well, Korean football teams being sued for putting sex dolls in the stands. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I feel like if they, were, if they weren't used and they were straight from the factory, it should be fine. Right. I don't know whether but they were used we have, or not, but I watched the little video joint. Set where they were scanning around the fucking, they were scanning around the arena. First That's off, terrible. how much money do you have to invest into that many sex dolls? Because they had one like every four seats in every row. But they, they were socially distanced, right? Too, so they had perfect. socially distanced sex dolls. The best. Every every four seats for every row is a sex doll just sitting there, and they got them stuck up in the different poses and whatnot. Man, come on, man, come on, man. Like how you how you gonna find somebody for that? They had to pay all that money for all them sex dolls and then fucked around and got fined. Right. But like I said, we have more pressing matters. Um, also, I don't blush. Um, I just smile. I thought it was funny. In any case, um, like I said, tonight... I don't even know where the fuck that came from. Tonight may not be the night for you to get your sex fix on uh, or what have you um, because we have... Other pressing matters that, you know, I think Sean, myself, and Isris, bitch, want to talk about. Um, so, you know, I'll let you, you start and take it away first and say what you have to say. And, you know, and we'll, we'll piggyback in on this. Um, and if people have comments or anything they want to say, uh, Facebook is live. You got it pulled yeah, up? Yeah, I've got it pulled up. Like, and we'll, we'll answer those as they come I in. We, we would definitely page. love to hear your feedback. Hold on, I'll put, a, I'll put the Facebook chat. In the bottom for us? Nice and Thank you. EK's going to put that Facebook oh, chat so up so on the screen. So is that just for us, or is that for everybody? We'll see it. Everyone watching is going to see it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Nice. Fancy. So, what Chris is talking about is we got a lot of turmoil going on in our country right now. Um, and we just wanted to use our platform to touch on that, some of the things that are going on. Uh, we're going to try not to get too political on the matter. Uh, but we feel like it is an important topic, and there's some things that I want to say to the black community, some things I want to say to the white community, some things I want to say to my community, which is the U.S. of A, baby. Um, <clears throat> one, we here at The Plank, I think all three of us can agree, we do not, we do not approve of looting, we do not approve of rioting, um, especially looting really 
pisses me off. Uh, rioting is something I've said. I, people who follow me on Facebook or my social media know that I do. Um, I support I support the stance of Black Lives Mattering. I'm not a big fan of the Hey Girl. I'm not a big fan of the Black Lives Matter movement. I've gone into that as to why I don't support the movement so much. I'm not going to go into that again. Um, but I do I do support the statement in and of itself. Black Lives Matter. Uh, so with with, that, with everything going on, and we're not just talking about George Floyd. There's so many others. There's so many names that I can name. Um, you know, we want to push forward and let let people know, let our listeners know, let the, the black community, the white community, let all communities know, everybody, <clears throat> that we do support the movement that is happening right now. We do support the changes that are being made right now. We do support, I, I like the fact that the president now lives on Black Lives Matter Avenue. Um, that tickles I've, me. I, well, I, I like that too. That <laughs> does tickle me uh, to my core, I'm not going to lie. Uh but like there's 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 a right and wrong way to do everything. Uh so for the people out there, if you've never been to one of these protests, whether you feel positively or negatively about them, I invite everybody to go to one. Um I did like four and twenty four hours um just to learn and experience. I didn't actually go to protest. I didn't actually protest in any of them. I didn't pick it, I didn't hold any signs. Uh, I was there to help people because, you know, the tear gas was eventually going to come out. So I wanted to help anybody who was getting hurt, trampled, uh, stop people from making dumb decisions. What I will not allow in my community and in and, and Fredericksburg and the Stafford community is looting, rioting, things like that. So I wanted to be there um, to stop any kind of stupidity because I feel like it takes away from the message. It takes away from the point uh, when we do these things. Uh, so I invite everybody to go to one because it's it's you see a whole different side that you don't see covered by the media. You see a whole different side that you don't see covered by, you know, you won't ever see on Facebook, some Facebook video. You'll see some dude breaking a window. What you won't see is the people who are leading these protests, starting these protests, talking about the value of community and not destroying anything and not getting out of hand. Uh, you'll, you'll never see a video of that. I ain't seen one yet. But at every single protest that I went to, that that was that was the message. The message was definitely about Black Lives Mattering. The message was definitely about uh, you know um, police brutality. But there was also a strong message of community at every one of these things. We need to do things the right way. Uh, make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Things like that. So I invite everybody to go to one uh, if you haven't been to one. But can I interject for a second? Hit me with it. Um, and I want to say this, and I know a lot of you are not going to agree with me, um, white or black, <laughs> um, and, and Sean's talking about Black Lives Matter, um, but for me, the real, the base of the problem is systemic racism in the United States. If you don't want to believe that it exists then you go live in that bubble that you live in. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And if you say you don't believe that systemic racism doesn't exist, then I think you're either playing dumb or you just don't want to recognize it or whatever your excuse may be. Like, we are probably not going to get along. You know, you're probably not going to like me much. And um, what that, up, that's, Justin? That's, that's, the, that, that's the real problem, you know. And um, systemic racism. And I'm just, personally, I'm tired of people um, going on saying that it doesn't exist. You know, I, I had to, to, to make a post on Facebook, which I hated doing. Um, trying to explain this to some friends of mine, white and black, and um, and it hurts me to think that they don't feel like it exists. That it doesn't. That they feel like it doesn't exist, and um, it, it hurts because I've been pulled over for driving while black, 
And people say, no, that didn't happen. No, that, that actually happened to me while I was in the military. That's what I'm always They glad. pulled me over for being black because I was out at 11 o'clock at night in the downtown area of Louisville, Kentucky, because that's where I'm from. Louisville. Okay? And, and, and so, like, don't tell me it doesn't. I know what these people are talking about. When they talk about, like, and I'm not saying all Louisville cops are bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I know what they're talking about because guess what? Cops drive by, you get out of sight. Even if you haven't done anything wrong. Because, like, I remember being in freaking middle school. It was like my first year of high school. And a young boy got shot 39 times by three police officers. For joyriding in his daddy's car. 39 times. When I was growing up, black men didn't have a life expectancy past 25. Most of you guys don't, don't know that or don't remember that because you weren't alive during that time. Another one of my friends got shot for his shoes. You know, like, this shit happens. Like, I know you millennials didn't grow up when I grew up. But guess what? This shit is real. And, you know, and it hurts to hear people say systemic racism doesn't exist. And let, let me say this to you. I, I want you to understand this. And I want you to understand how systemic racism exists. It's because of this. This country was founded on a lie. This country was founded on that we were all free and we were all equal. That's what this country was founded on. But guess what? We weren't. Because black people weren't free. And they weren't equal. They were looked at less than people. You look that up. You look up that shit in your history. That's what it was. You know, everybody's fine. You wanna, and this is how systemic racism works, too. This is how it works. Because of history. Because you all believe that, guess what? 1620 came over here. Pilgrims came over on the Mayflower. They sat down with the Indians. They had Thanksgiving. Everything's honky-dory. Hey, bam! The guess Indians what? invited them to right. dinner. And guess what? But here's, the, but here's the truth behind that. There were slaves here before that. 1619. Look it up. They came over on a ship called the White Line. Look it up. This, this country was built on the backs of black people and immigrants. But black people, Asians, but black Irish, people paid with their blood. Italians, they paid with their blood and their death, being taken from their country. Americans. And guess what? And so, and, and you know, and here's the thing. And if you want to claim to me that systemic racism doesn't exist, then you need to stop telling black people because there are still people who do this that say, "Go back to Africa." You remember that? Man, when's the last time that happened to me? I was out of 2016 or 2017 was the last time I heard that. Shit happens. That's just a few years ago. I'm going to let you keep talking because I interjected and I started rambling. Go ahead. So I'm you remember son? My man got drunk, told me Trump was going to send me back to Africa? Yep. Look, so I mean, I mean, look. I, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we still have fun here on the plank. We're addressing we do. this oh, because yeah. this is a this is a uh, this is a serious what's topic. Right what's happening in our country? Our entire country is in turmoil over what's going on, and our entire country is further divided by the things that are going on. And for those of you, because there's going to be people mm, who are going to mm, be mm, like, "Well, why is he talking about slavery? It's not like he was mm. a slave." Chris Mack is old enough to have been a slave. Mm. And I feel like y'all forget that Chris Mack was there. He marched with Martin Luther King. Um, he was there for the civil rights movement. Uh, so I feel like y'all need to keep these things in mind when y'all mention these things. <laughs> I cannot stand him. <laughs> I, but, you know, I, I just, just, I always want, you know, it, it's real simple. Like, you know, you, you're always going to have, there's, there's always going to be racism in this country. And, you know, there's, there's people who are going to watch this and go, racism goes both ways. And it does. And it's why Prejudice I don't Prejudice goes both ways. Racism does not. But what racism about all lives matter, Riss? That ain't shit. All lives cannot matter until black lives actually fucking matter. Until... People are not killed in the street for driving drunk. Uh, I mean, that one is, like, a struggle. Because mm. yeah, I, I, I don't know the exact story with that. Because I can't watch the videos. Like, I have the privilege to be able to not have to watch them. Uh, I don't have to 
explain to small people quite yet that they can't wear their hood up. I don't have to do that because I've not had that experience. I remember those conversations, you know, but I, so. Ugh. I think I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you on one point. I think racism can't go both ways. I've seen racism go both ways, that's and I, I hear I hear a lot of people say no, that, that's what she was that saying, racism but... can't go both ways. But... No, racism can't go both ways because it is systemic. Because after four hundred right. years, black people still are not equal. Right. Mm-hmm. They are not at all equal because after all of this time. You can have prejudices. Prejudices go every which way, for sure. Everybody has right. some kind of a prejudice about something else. And that can go both ways. But racism is systemic. Black and people I'm are not, not in a place of power to hold anything over white people. And I'm not disagreeing. Or, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But by a traditional definition of racism, racism can go both ways. Um, just by Webster's definition definition of the word racism, racism can't be legal. I feel like without your phone. And I feel like... <laughs> And I feel like uh, you know that's something that that's something that I've seen. It's why I don't use racial slurs. As I told a fellow who, what what did you say? Of racism was updated, I believe this Correct. week. Really? To include uh, the aspect of systemic racism. A belief that race is the primary detriment. Is that right? No, I can't read that. Detriment yeah. of human go. traits and capacities that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular right. race. So uh, that oh, wow. still stands by Is what I it? said, that racism third, can go. Oh, shit, hold on. That Bye-bye. racism can go both ways by the first definition. Now, that being said, you know, and I'm not here to argue that point. Um, my, 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 my entire thing is, like I said, I've seen, I've seen it go both ways. It's why I don't use racial slurs, because if... Jimbo calls me a nigger and I call him a cracker. As, as I've said before, I'm just staring at two racists at that point. Like, you just, you just. You're staring at a racist and somebody that has prejudices. <laughs> because the N word was used to dehumanize, and cracker is just right now the best comeback that we've got. Well, cracker's an actual definition of action. Oh, no doubt. Out no, there in the field cracking, no, crack, no cracking the whip. That was the cracker. No, that's I mean, yes, that, that word has historical meaning. But it's also, it wasn't, is it you, it's not used to dehumanize. It, it puts them in a position of power. And I get that. And I get that. But if I, as a black man, and again, as I've had conversations with these people and I've met these people, is if I, as a black man or, I, or another black man, decides that he is better than white people because he is black, that's still racism. That's, and I've had conversations with these people who feel that white people are inferior because of the color of their skin. It's racism. The same way when white people feel that they are better than black people because of the color of their skin. It's racism. That's just my personal you know, belief as I've had, I've had many conversations with many people. I've had conversations with mostly intelligent people, but I've had conversations with some, you know, actually I've had some conversations with some very <laughs> intelligent people who are racist as shit. Uh... But, you know, it, it, it is, so I do believe definitely that racism can go both ways. And I do believe that people miss a lot. And I want to interject real quick to say, like I said, we will be back to our fun format <laughs> next week. We just wanted to get this, get this out there, get this off the chest, because I've, I've been getting a lot of questions, and I know Chris Mack's been getting a lot of questions and whatnot um, about some of the things that were going on. And I got directly asked if we were going to address these things on our show, and I said we would take one episode to address these things. Um, and go over these. This is no the new format isn't Black Lives Matter. I, the new format isn't uh, it, it isn't politics. Uh, this is just a couple of things that we, that we wanted to get out there and to get off our chest. Um, uh, another big thing that I believe is that a lot of people get confused between the definition of racism, prejudice, um, and bigotry. Those are three very different things. Uh, very real similar. Qu- oh, real quick, let me with. jump in. Just because somebody calls me the M word and then I call them. Uh, you know, whatever white term you you want to come up with does not make me a racist. Okay? Because I retaliated. Um, and I want to make that clear. I've like, always, for we, me... Like, here, and here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me in this. You know, um, 
Some of you voted for a president who ran a platform of hate and divided in this country. So don't tell me we're dividing this country now because of the way we think. Right. If you didn't see this in, so in 2016. So if you didn't, like, you because, you know, like I explained to you before, I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. That's where I'm from. You know, when Donald Trump went there and had that uh, town hall meeting and that black girl held up the sign, nonviolent. She didn't push anybody. She didn't spit on anybody. But they pushed and shoved her out of there because he said, get her out of here. I was so, I was so, so hurt that people in my city would do that. But, I, you know, when I thought about it, I'm not surprised. I brother people in every city. Do you know, because, like, I lived in the West End, and right next to the West End is Portland. And I remember, really, you didn't want to be black in Portland at night. You know? And, uh, and I'm sorry. Just because I feel this way doesn't make me a racist. A racist. This, is, this, is not, this is not reverse racism. Okay? Guess what? Like you said, four hundred years. Chris Mack loves money. because of systemic because of the systemic racism, oppressionism. This is what has brought the black people to this point. And let me say this, and I, I want to be very, very clear on this because I feel very, very strongly about this. I appreciate all the white people that stand with black people for Black Lives Matter and stand with black people against systemic racism, I appreciate the hell out of you. Stop throwing bricks through shit. But let me say this. I need black people all around the country to look at each other. Now, I know when we started this show, we talked about some of the shit that happened to us in bars and the fights and shit that we got into. Believe me, you, guess what? I... I... Do not take any pleasure in hurting other black people. But really, at this point, now black people, we have to stand together and take care of one another and build each other up. Because they have broken us down to this point. And we have to stand together. We have to stop killing each other because that's what they use against us. They say, well, you know, Cops that shoot just as many white people, and there's just as much black on black crime. Yep. Black on black crime is a mess. But guess what? Black people, we gotta stand together. It's time for you to look to your brother next to you, your sister next to you, and raise them up. Because if we don't stop killing each other, guess what? They still ain't gonna have the respect to stop killing us either. And that's the truth. More importantly, I feel like we can't really ask white people to stand with us if we don't stand with each other. Right. If we're divided amongst ourselves, like my personal beef with light-skinned motherfuckers, um, if we are divided amongst ourselves, how can we preach unity to people of other races? Right. And there's a bunch of black and there's a bunch of black people out there that do that, you know. And and I know there's people out there that are gonna be like. Well, Chris, you know, you got successful black people like Denzel Washington, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith. Let me tell you something. Three of those four people preached about the racism that they faced in the industry. We make movies about black people that overcame systemic racism and oppression with black actors that overcame the same things. And you want to still tell me it doesn't exist. You've seen these movies. Like, I saw Roots. I'm not even talking about Roots. What was the name of the movie about the, the black women that actually helped land the men on the moon? I can't think of the name of the movie now. I'm brain um, farting, but I know what movie you're talking about. But guess what? Prime example. Without that movie, a lot of people would have no idea. Would have no idea. <laughs> so, like, I just, I don't understand how you don't get it. And so... Well, you gotta understand. I mean, I mean, you gotta understand. There's black people that don't get it. I actually, yeah, you're right. I actually, I you're right. Am actually going to have a conversation with one. I invited one to have a conversation with me, open forum here on the station, uh, and we're we're gonna do that as soon as uh, he gets back from the beach. That'd be Christian. Oh my god. That'd be Christian. Oh Wait, what? God. Yeah. 
I'm gonna, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down. I, 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 I'm not? fine with that because I, I offered that. What? I offered that in the beginning. What day is that? We're gonna when he gets back from the beach tomorrow. We're gonna work out a day. Is I'm it gonna, gonna be a Tuesday? I'm gonna hit up EK. I'm gonna be <laughs> elsewhere. I'm gonna hit up EK. Uh, we're gonna set up a date and a time, and we're gonna have ourselves a conversation. Because you know, I and it's not like, conversate. <coughs> Look, I'm not a journalist, so I ain't got it to, no, no, like I, mm-mm. It's, I'm I think watch. it's going to be I'm, I'm willing to hear other people's views. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always interested in other So here's the thing that I tell people that I remember, and I, I actually got this comment today about Christian, ironically enough, <laughs> and someone was like, why do you have some of these hateful racist ass people on your Facebook? And... <laughs> I think, and I think some of it comes, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't view, I don't view all of them as. I don't view everybody as racist. Um, I, I do because I've, I've, I've sat and talked to some of these people in real life, not on Facebook. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, some people haven't lived. Everybody, you have to remember that everybody hasn't lived the life that you that I have. Uh, I was talking to some brothers the other day, and one of them was like, "Yeah, man, I remember two times." That, you know, I got fucked with by the police for no reason. And me and another black guy was like, only two? Like, <laughs> like, like only two? like, in the last couple weeks? Like, right. Like, and it was, it was like, you know, we were stunned and amazed that in his whole life, he's only been fucked with by the police two times. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's something I feel like everybody needs to remember. That's something people have to forget. That people forget is that everybody hasn't lived the same life as you. Everybody hasn't done the same things. Everybody hasn't been through the same stuff. Um, that you have something I was trying to touch on earlier was that's so why I'm always glad because people will always look at me like if, if I'm always glad that there was a white person there mm. for almost every time that I have been discriminated against or had to deal with any kind of racism from the police because as a black guy if I just say oh I got I was in a one-on-one situation with the police and they're racist to me people are going to roll their eyes or not believe or doubt or whatever this that the third that's why I'm always glad that when it comes to these things that there was a witness there uh who if I'm if somebody if somebody tries to call my bluff on a, on a Facebook post or something I can just be like right. typing a name and that person can come through nah son I was there with my own fucking eyes you know I saw that shit can I say something real quick before I forget but I just want to let you know this I don't want the government to take away any of your rights. If you want to fly a Confederate flag, I want you to fly that flag. And I tell you, like I told everybody, you know, when somebody, when somebody says, when somebody says, Chris, that's that's racist. They fly that Confederate flag. Well, why, why would you agree to let them do that? You know why? Because I know exactly who I'm dealing with. I know exactly who I'm dealing with, and that's what I want to know because that's what you're gonna get from me. You know exactly who you're dealing with. So when I see that flag, I know what you're dealing with. And then, now, but let me say this too, because there's some things that I don't agree with with some of the reform. Because recently, I, I read an article where they're saying cops can't use chokeholds against uh, assailants. I, I think I don't agree with that personally. I think that's and, stupid. And, and you say, well, why? Because they are literally killing black people with chokeholds. No, there's bad cops killing black people with chokeholds. But let me tell you something. If trained correctly and done correctly, a, ch- a chokehold is the fastest right. and safest what way they to need- neutralize somebody. Yep. What they need is better training because what it is is being under pressure and having to do these things. Which, now, if you've I was- ever worked at a food, a food, a restaurant, a cashier, any kind of job in this at this point... You've been under pressure with somebody screaming in your face, right. spitting at you because you forgot their McNuggets, uh, because the sale they saw is not what's ringing up, and you don't scan the prices into the registers. There's absolutely no reason to need that. And and, and, and you know, and that's the thing. I feel better the cops. Need you know better training to handle those things under pressure. I was not a cop; I was a bouncer. But let me tell you something: I put, I don't know, too many people in headlocks, and I didn't kill them. It's not the headlocks that kills people; it's the people who are not trained properly. Okay, and, and, and like and like Sean 
has put several people. I've seen him do it. Guess what? You put somebody in a rear naked choke and they go to sleep, all you got to do is lay them down and hold them down because guess what? Tell them the they're, story. They're, 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 they're out. I, we've, we've never, out of everybody that we've thrown out and had to pass out or put to sleep, never killed anybody because there's training under pressure and knowing how to react. And that's what cops need. They need better training, like the Michael Brown thing. You know what? When I saw what had happened... And I saw it on TV, and they and they started coming out with more facts about how many shots he, how many times he was shot, and how he got shot. Guess what? It was evident to me. Guess what? He started popping off at this kid. Well, he said something to the kid. The kid was already on edge. Started popping off. Altercation ensues. Guess what? Michael Brown was a big boy. He lumped him up, and because he didn't have the training and to be able to handle that pressure, his the end result was him pulling his gun and shooting. And guess what? You can see it is evident that he was not in control when he shot because of the shot pattern. It's evident. They need better training. They need to be able to handle these things. They, you know, well, I, I, personally, about... I think cops need to be trained in several martial arts because you go to school for 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 so many jobs and, and you go to school for six weeks and you become a cop and, and you're guess what? supposed to be able it, to uphold the law and protect the people that right. are calling for help. And I think they need psych evals because guess what? You need to be able to ascertain and say, guess what? This dude was bullied in high school. Like, this may not be the motherfucker we want to put out on the street. I think a lot of it comes down to, um, and I've said this before, a lot of it comes down to better training for police. Um, I saw a fact and I actually looked it up to find that, to verify that it was true. That barbers have to go to barber school longer than cops have to train to be a, train to be a cop, and there's a whole sanitation process there too. I, I find I find that to be you know abs absolutely absurd. Um, when I wanted to get my culinary certs, my every single one every class was longer than cops have to go to school to become a cop. And you're a damn good cop. So I you know I, I, I try. Um, so, and, and I think a lot of it comes down to training because I think a lot of these situations, I don't think all of them come down to race. I think a lot of them come down uh, hair designers require more training. This is true. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, beauticians require a fuck ton more training. Cosmetologists. Jesus Christ. Um, that's dedication. But uh, I think I did more hours it, for Riss's Ratchet Hair Salon. So, a Riss's Ratchet Salon has more studying hours than some cops. Shit. When did that happen? But so I think... Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of it comes down to training and I think a lot of it, you know, if we if we train these people better, like Chris said, psyche vows, you can't take some kid that got bullied all his, you know, in high school, he's been bullied all his life and then just all of a sudden get put him in a position of authority because he's going to abuse that power. I think the uh, situation with George Floyd, a lot of that, yeah, probably played, race played a part in it, but I think a large part of that also came down to the fact that this cop couldn't handle the fact that people were telling him how to do his job. And he fucked around and did it improperly just because, well, I'm, I don't have to listen to you because I'm a cop. Mm -hmm. Well, I know, I, I saw somebody release the video from after he passed out, because before today I hadn't seen, I'd only seen up to when he passed out. Mm. Uh, so I saw the video of after he passed mm. out when the lady's like, he has not moved in minutes. He has not spoke. He has not said anything. Check his fucking pulse. And the cops are just like, don't tell us what to do. We're officers of the law, yada, 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 yada. And dude's like, you need to get man. the fuck off of him. Bruh, this man is dead. And the cop's like, he's breathing. Don't yeah. tell me what to do. And, she, and then you had a lady, she's like, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse at a hospital. You need to check his fucking pulse. He is not doing well. His life is at danger, is in danger. And they were just like, I'm a cop. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me anything. That's poor training. That's that's hiring the wrong people for the job. That's that's a person with that type of mentality should never have had a badge on in the first place. I feel like people forget that the cop's job, the oath that they swear, is to serve and protect. You have to know at some point that the systemic racism is inbred into the police force because I think I mentioned it when we did the open conversation with Courtney or like when they checked his pulse and then EMS showed up they were in bulletproof vests they were not EMS that man didn't go to a hospital after that 
like there's no way that like this wasn't set up somehow in my opinion like I think he messed with the wrong person that had enough power to actually get him killed over what was an alleged $20 fake bill which has come out that it's not fake I mean, something it's, as simple it's, as that pen that you have, that all cashiers have. Well, also, does you the fact that you have to take into account as somebody who's had to uh, an MT for the city was recording too. She was one of the people yelling at them. Yes, that's the lady who said check his pulse. Um, but you have you have these situations, and 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 I think a lot of it just comes down, like I said, you're putting badges on wrong people, and I know it's a hard job, and I know it's a dangerous job. But you signed but up. But like for they it. told me when I was in the military, it's a job you signed up for. Like uh, you know, you don't. You don't, you don't get to pick and choose. It's it's when, what days you want to protect and serve. Um, and I think I think a lot of these things come down to you never know the mind state. And that's why I say these 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 there needs to be regular psyche vows because you don't know the mind state that that cop is in. Uh, he might not be getting none at home. And this isn't like a cashier who's going to catch an attitude because take an extra of long break. whatever reason like you know this is these are people who are playing with people's lives these are people who hold people's lives in their hand um so you know definitely regular psych evals should definitely be a thing better hiring practices for damn sure look i know some people i know some people and i i hate to say this i know some people applying for positions of police that should not be police i know some mm. people that are Police that should not be police, uh, and and some instances I've, I know I know some people personally who went out for you know jobs on the police force and some for some of them it changed them. All I right. won't say his whole name. L. Mm-hmm. L. You know him. He uh, when this man went out to be a cop, I was like, oh fuck me, <laughs> like this motherfucker is gonna be the worst cop of all time, and uh, it changed him. And he takes his responsibilities very seriously. Um, and from everything that I know about the man, he's a damn good cop. I know another guy damn that I went cop. that I went to high school with, um, who went out to be a cop, and he's he's just the, the same still piece of shit that he was in fucking high school. He's you know just instead of bullying fucking ninth graders as an eleventh grader, he's now motherfucking bullying people without a badge. Because he has a badge. Mm-hmm. And he, he's one of those people with that mentality. You can't tell me anything. I'm a cop. Right. You can't tell me anything. I'm a cop. As, as a I know a guy officer. who I went to school with who became a cop. He's been a cop his whole life. This motherfucker was all but born to be a cop. <laughs> I mean, he was all but born to be a cop. He's been nothing but stellar since his ass joined the motherfucking force. Like, so I do hate when all, you know, my cousin before his passing, he passed from Corona, um, was a phenomenal cop. He started the back-to-school program for kids. Uh, him and his captain out of their own pockets would pay for, you know, kids back to school. He used to hang out fucking after shift, fucking, you know, uh, uh, go hang out with the kids, with the community. He was a very community-minded officer. There's so many good officers, so I hate when all officers get lumped into the bad cop ordeal. And I hear, I know, you know, the blue wall of silence and all that, and there's things that need to be improved definitely about that. But I think one of the things that people need to lose or keep fact that overseas we were told not to fire until we were being aimed at and a lot of other officers fire when they think they see a weapon is something else yeah absolutely absolutely in the military and that's something i was going to touch on is it seems like the entire world is held to a higher standard than police and that's something that we need to improve on why is it that if i'm at work and if i if i feel like somebody is a threat to me and i'm at work and i'm at my job um, I have to maintain professionalism. I can't, uh, I can't in any way, shape, or form, maybe if I'm shooting another black person, uh, say that I'm threatened at random and it'd be acceptable for me to kill somebody. I have, I have the means, I have the tools, I have the know-how. Hell, working at a bar, working at a bar over a 10-year period I came into contact with firearms on 32 separate occasions and I didn't take one life. I did not take one life because it wouldn't because I'm held as work as a fucking bouncer to a higher standard. I was held to a higher standard than an officer of the law. Um, well yeah, he had that gun. Did he point it at you? 
did he shoot you? Are you sure it was a gun? All these different things. And that's not that's not counting the times that people bluffed and pretended to have guns and fucking... People had knives. Yeah. People had brass knuckles. Homeboy who motherfucking got his fucking arm broke over a fucking handkerchief. People... <laughs> one guy had a freaking chain inside of his shorts. Oh, yeah, yo, Jackie Chan. He, he, had, he had a smaller chain that you couldn't see. The attached to attached a larger to a chain. Loop and the other chain. I thought my man was about to do some inside, real damage. And he pulled it out, and he was able to pull out this long chain that was hooked together by this other one, and it dropped out, and he was swinging that shit. I'm sorry, I wasn't going to hear that happen. My man, I was just way too shocked. Son, we didn't have guns, like and guess straight, what? We restrained those people. Like a straight, well, I, didn't kill shit, well I, I can think of three of our guys that were armed at all times. Well, they... And never yeah. and never right. again took a life. They were held to a higher standard. They were held to a higher standard. Um, it's, it's, it's about how you do under pressure. Uh, because we have to be... Better. Ghost, I don't think he'd mind me saying his name, especially if we're just using a nickname. Go. That night, just ghost. Straight. That night, ghost almost turned that dude into fucking Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. Because uh, over motherfucking pretending had- he had a fucking gun, and who was the motherfucker who stepped in the line of that motherfucking goddamn beam? It was me. Because again, I put the value of human life, and also again, I'm held to a higher standard. I'm held to a higher standard. That dude was not black. If ghost had a shot at him, there was a good chance he was going to jail, especially because it turned out he didn't actually have a gun. He was just pretending to have a gun. But an officer of the law mm-hmm. in that same situation, you're going to have, it's, it's right. Well, he pretended to have a gun, and, you know, so that's why he got shot. And It's fine. It's part of your job. Right. And I think there needs to be a higher standard. We can't, we can't put officers on, on, on a higher pedestal, but then hold them to a lower standard than literally Anyone. all of society. Doesn't work. And again, I love the cops. I support the cops. I have friends. I have most of my family on my dad's side is in, in some way, shape, or form in law enforcement. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm a cop basher. I'm definitely I'm against not. defunding the police. I think that's the stupidest fucking idea. I think they should um, be allowed to use headlocks. Known to fucking man. Um, properly chained fucking chokeholds, like I said, are a fucking lifesaver. Um, defunding the police is possibly the stupidest thing I've heard in all of 2020 and I've heard a lot of dumb shit in uh in 2020 um if anything we need to be putting more money <laughs> if anything we need to be putting more money into the police but how does that work with putting more money into the and, well, I'm not force. I'm not talking about like you know raise their pay I'm talking about put more money into their training put to more money into right put more money into the into the police cams. force Put more money into the police force to get more body cams on people. Put more money into the police force so that every every uh, uh like up in New York, uh, up in I don't remember the area, and forgive me because I don't remember the area, but they were talking about an area of New York that has uh, well, they have psych evaluations, but they've got like one psychiatrist for every six precincts. Put more money into that. Right. Get every precinct their own goddamn shrink, too, if need be. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't they have to have like a whole and increase like pay. evaluation after they've fired their gun on the job? Yeah, but that's it's that's that's that's. Fluff. I mean, that's like after. That's the course, well, that's fluff. But like, you need to be trained on what to do when you have the option to use every other way possible other than killing someone right there right. on Facebook Live. I don't know how much fluff that is. As much as it is. The people knowing what questions are going to be asked and skating around it. And I said fluff. It. But at the same time, it is set up to be beneficial. If you let it work, then it's beneficial. I did my if psyche valve so they decided I'm not crazy because they didn't ask me any questions to determine whether I was. They asked me flat out questions like, are you happy that you killed that man? Like, I mean, no, of course not. You know, I bragged about it with my friends at the bar last night, but no, I'm not happy. I'm torn up inside. You know, it's, it's but, but before we go, let me ask you a question. Oh, shit, what time is it? Before we go real quick, let me ask you a question. Okay. Because I, I heard it mentioned in a, a news article. Um, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even, um, it, it was Fox News that I got it from. But um, what do you say to the people that, we can't say systemic racism exists because 
We got Barack Obama. And my, que- and, my que- and, my qu- and my question was, if you didn't hear me, what do you say to people that, s- that say to you systemic racism doesn't exist because we got Barack Obama? We got Barack Obama. And, and again, this goes back to my point of the majority of our country is not, is not historically racist. But there's a difference. That's why you say systemic racism. Um, there's certain there's certain degrees of racism that are simply inbred into people. It's like why I say both parties are racist. I'm, Republicans are constantly telling me my problems aren't real, and Democrats are constantly telling me that I can't overcome them because of the color of my skin. Um, there's certain things I don't that know you're a Democrat that ever said that, but go ahead. I know plenty. We can talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's or, or we got a president. We got a president who, the day he was elected, people hung effigies of him in the street and burned look-alike dolls of him. Um, we spray-painted nigger all over Washington, D.C. Like, I mean, that's... And again, I realize you're talking about a small group of people who are getting the most who are getting the most coverage because I do agree that... I, I do feel that on both sides. The worst of the worst get the most coverage the absolute worst of the worst the average democrat that i know is intelligent reasonable minded people who want to believe what they want to believe and want to do what they want to do the people that that i see on the left who get the most coverage are the motherfuckers who are like on the most extreme fucking tip of everything cancel paw patrol kind of thing yeah okay consent culture cancel paw patrol defund the police like these are the motherfuckers that are fucking getting the fucking uh you know getting the most looks and getting the airtime. to to people who say that systemic racism can't exist because we got a black president who again the things happened that happened the day he was elected and continued for the next eight years but i mean not just towards him though his his, his family black, right his right black his wife, his, his wife children was called a monkey because she was essentially because she wasn't white they found excuses oh well, her arms are too strong they're too manly she has manly arms she right. had, she wore a sleeveless dress at which the we're same time like, had a whole fucking like hand with like you could wear that you could wear that dress top in middle school acceptable and like was like it's unprofessional. It's not what our first lady should be. Meanwhile, I could Google Melania Trump's pussy right now. <laughs> this is true, but like at the same time that you had like you know, people were making fun or, or her arms are manly or you know she's she she looks too much like a man. Was at the same time that Ronda Rousey was popular, and she had a set of guns on her. But the difference was one was white and one was black. Um, the fact that, so I'll put, I'll put it to you like this, systemic racism is somebody said something about Baron Trump and the media lost their fucking mind. Everybody lost their fucking mind. People made death threats to President Obama's kids. And again, for those who do not know, I'm not a Democrat, and I didn't like fucking Obama either. But his children got death threats for no other reason than being black. His wife got called monkey for no other reason than being black. By comparison to somebody like me, um, Barack Obama's daughters didn't have big big lips. I thought their lips were very normal and average, but they were big-lipped little something, nigglets or whatever the fuck it, they mm. called them, because they were black. So you can't tell me that systemic racism, yes, there's been progress. Great, absolutely. I, I 110% love it. I love that we were able to put a black man in the White House. Um... I disliked that when he went in the black house, I went in the White House, um, all of the racist stuff that happened, and then the people who weren't doing the highly racist stuff were debating, well, just how black is he really? You know, uh, he's not a hundred percent black. You know, like, come on, man, let it let it go. There's, it, it's I I I believe systemic racism is Donald Trump, who again probably him him and Obama. Easily the two most polarizing presidents of my lifetime. Um, the same things that were said and done about Obama, if those same tactics are used against Trump, oh, he's such a victim. Oh, everybody, everybody hates him just for being, and you know, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it was okay when it was happening to, to our black president. Like, you know, 
systemic racism can still be a thing regardless of the fact that we got that win. Like, great, awesome. All it shows is that there was progress in the country. There was progress, which I appreciate it. You know, after after 400 and some odd years, um, it's nice to see some progress, but it doesn't make the problem go away. Well, um, that's about our time for tonight. Um, we will be back. Regular plank format next week. Um, we got a lot of, and I know we probably pissed a lot of people off, but we got a lot of requests and questions and about where we were going to address this and, you know, what we were going to say about, you know, the things that are going on. And we probably didn't have to dedicate a whole episode to it, but it was some things that just needed to be gotten off the chest. Yeah, we did. And we wanted you to know where we stood. So... That's where that is. We'll be back to our regular plank format next week. I'm well, I won't laughing. say regular because if we have a special guest, then we'll do some regular plank show sex shit like always that, that you would come to expect from myself, Sean Bennett, and this wrist bitch. Um, but, you know, we will have this talk again. Actually, I want to we'll ask before probably, we, before we'll we have it off, a lot more. Can I ask a question real quick before we yeah. sign off? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know he's over there minding his own business. Well, he really as, is trying. As a highly, as, as, as one, as, as a highly intelligent, I like to think EK is a highly intelligent individual and I don't always agree with everything that EK says. But EK, I would absolutely like your opinion um, and you know how I get down. This is a judgment-free zone. I would absolutely like your opinion on Black Lives Matter and some of the things that are going on. Oh, look, I'm looking For those of you who've never, who've never actually seen him on the camera here on the plank, because even when he does guest spots, he normally keeps the camera off of himself. This is EK. He is the station manager. He's the man that makes all this happen. Um, he's the man behind the mic, as they say. I'd actually like your I'm opinion. I'm close enough to be heard. So oh, okay. I don't necessarily <laughs> be on camera. Um, in what regard do you want my opinion? I won't. Just how do you feel about the current state of the country, Black Lives Matter as a whole, the statement Black Lives Matter? Um, I feel that it's not my experience and it's not my place to comment. If I'm asked for support, I'll give it to my friends and people that I care about. But it's I'm not going to inject myself into something that I don't feel is my place to inject myself into, unless I am directly requested. I, th- I feel like I do my part here. Anybody who wants to talk about it, talk about it. I'll give you a platform, no charge. If you want to speak your piece, and, and, and uh, that's the kind of activism I'm behind, free speech. And, el- and the elevation of positive speech. So, uh, you know, as far as, as far as Black Lives Matter, I agree. I, I I don't have any arguments. Or, I think the word that you were looking for is endemic, which is, is it refers not so much that system, systemic, but endemic referring to pockets of people in, in locate, locations or types of people. Um, I think you had mentioned, Riss, something about being bred into certain locations. Uh, yeah, it's a family trade. Look, look at certain areas where uh, I'm actually waiting for a family. There, there are suspicions of of KKK and police uh, coagulation, and you, you are, there's also a, a a correlation to people that are related working in those environments, where there's a judge who's related to a cop who's related to a lawyer, and they all own a piece of the jail. I mean, these environments exist in pockets across the country, and that would be referred to as endemic, not systemic. I think that's what you are talking about. That's the word that you're looking for, I think. Um, but I'm not making a comment whether or not I believe that it's systemic or, systemic or not. It's not my experience. How could I possibly know? <coughs> How could I possibly know what you're experiencing when I don't experience it? So how could I therefore have any validity in saying it doesn't exist? or having any commentary on it thereof. So you haven't seen it? I haven't experienced it. I I know you haven't experienced it, but you haven't seen it? I've seen it in instances, but I've not seen it in a systemic situation. I've not not seen it. So, but I'm not doubting that it exists either. It's It's just not my experience to say one way or the other. But I have seen racism. I've seen that. 
I've seen it in systems of power. Right. So And so my thing is, is you know, you've heard, I, I think we've all heard that quote, um, <clears throat> evil only exists when good men do nothing. Right. Absolutely. And so I feel like this is one of those things. Me personally. Because I feel like if you see it, then you know it's there. Now, whether or not you take action, you know it's there, but you let it pass. It's like um, that movie V for Vendetta, where he's like, I don't know why you did it. Okay, but guess what? Now, you have to stop letting it pass you by. You have to stop ignoring it. Just because it didn't happen to you, you can't ignore it and let it go. Because what happens? Then this shit happens. And guess what? This shit is happening right now. And so, for me, now is your time to stand up. I think we do need positive speech. Black people, you need to stand together. White people, you see it, you need to stand with us. If you don't believe in it, you can't sit by and say, hey, it's not my place. I'm not black. It's not affecting me. It will affect you. It but will I affect you. that's what you. he was saying. And no, 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 no. He said he will support when he's asked to support. And I understand that. And I, I understand everything you said. This is how I this is how I support, which is why we've been doing those open forums. Because yeah. it's the best way I know how to make voices heard. And I agree. Is by and putting them on the internet and broadcasting them to the world. That's the only way I know how to help. And that's fine. Uh, but just so you know, don't throw no bricks to, the, in the windows. to everybody else <laughs> out there listening, if you're sitting on the sideline and you see it happening and you're not doing anything about it, then guess what? You're guilty. And... I know you voted for Trump. I'm not trying to put your business out there. <laughs> I'm not trying to put your business out there. Why don't you say it the way I say it? I didn't vote for Hillary. Why don't you say it the way I say it? Because this is why. <clears throat> because he divided this country, too. Don't say that all this shit that's happening is dividing our country because people don't believe in what you believe in is dividing our country. No, it started with... It didn't even start with him, but he perpetuated it. He pushed it along. He didn't stop it. He saw it rolling, and he kept it rolling. He said, let's make it bigger. Let's do it. Let's, let's keep doing it. And guess what? And you bought into it. And now, guess what? Now we have this situation. And now, you know, I know people are mad at the looters and, and, and the people causing troubles, you know, and, and, and breaking shit and and things like that. And people are like and people and people are like, you know, well what about the other countries that had racism? But guess what? They stopped that in their own country. And then came here. You know, like I don't know what to tell you. We we do need positive stuff. And you know, black people, I want you to stand together. White people, I want you to stand with us. I want us to all have that same dream that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had. But guess what? It's, got a, it's going to take a lot of change. It's going to take a lot of people opening their eyes and changing their minds. It's going to take a lot of people not being on this dogmatic, one-way street of this is the way it has to be. I mean, if you didn't think it was real, just a couple of, uh, just last week, they had the, the loving trial came up where a white man married a black woman. That was in the 60s. That is not so far removed from today. Like, it's we not do even a lifetime. We 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 do need to love one another. We need to respect one another, and, and, and you know, it's. I, I believe this to be true. This country was founded on a lie, and we weren't brought here to be equal. But we're here now. We're all in this together, and we all need to be equal, and we need to work towards that goal. You know what? And to be honest with you, like. I feel like I sit back and I feel remorse and I feel some shame because, you know, maybe I should have been the next Martin Luther King, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Or, the or, or Malcolm X because I could have done something. And you know what? And, and because I remember as a kid when I walked around Louisville, Kentucky, and I registered people, black people in a black community to vote. And it got them out there to vote because guess what? I was 14 years old. This is when Bill Clinton was running for president, and I got out there, and black people said, you know what, if this little black kid is out here doing this, then we, maybe we should get out here and vote. I need to do more. 
You need to do more. We all need to do more. I'm done. Uh, I don't want to keep keep going because I, you know. To, to be fair, to clarify, I always vote for less law, not more law. Uh, that's that's my stance, not necessarily left or right. Uh, I, I'm always going to be for the people that that maintain freedoms. Uh, don't don't step on my rights. That's that's what I care about. Um, so whichever whichever party does a better job of saying that's what we're about, that's that's the way that I lean that that voting year. Uh, but I also believe that the two party system is is inherently flawed. Drastically, uh, I think that red versus blue keeps us divided. Uh, instead of instead of finding a candidate that's going to stand on some moral ground that we could all agree on. Don't even get me started on that because I love Bernie Sanders and people telling him he's a, a socialist through and through Fuck is just completely wrong. But I'm not, I don't want to get on it. I don't want to get on it. I feel like I don't do it. for another Wait, episode. Just, hey, I don't episode. Don't you just are li- life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? So how is health care not life, bro? Um, real quick, just wanted to know, how is... Uh, oh, I... I somebody... Uh, oh, that, never mind. That's I think preventative care. I think that preventative care only goes... Until Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the plank. Dying. This Bye. has been the plank. <laughs> Chris Mack, Sean we'll Bennett. We'll be back next week. Chris Hitch. We'll see you next week. By one person. We out. <laughs> Peace.